At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea. Totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Hello, I'm Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to the Nutrition Diva podcast, a show where I take a closer look at nutrition trends and headlines, explain what the latest research means for you, and answer your nutrition questions. Welcome. I have gotten a whole slew of interesting questions from listeners, and many of them have been in response to recent episodes. So today I'm dedicating the show to clearing out my inbox. In my show with registered dietitian Beth Rosen, talking about strategies for treating IBS, Beth mentioned that digestive enzymes can sometimes help make problematic foods, those that trigger uncomfortable digestive symptoms, more tolerable. And that caused Margaret to wonder, do products like Beano or Lactaid impair your body's ability to derive nutrition from those foods? On the contrary, Enzymes that help break down food components that your body finds difficult to digest, such as the lactose in milk or the oligosaccharides in legumes, make it easier for your body to digest and absorb the nutrients in those foods. For example, if you have trouble digesting lactose, consuming dairy products may give you diarrhea. And when foods are moving very quickly through the digestive tract, the body has less opportunity to absorb the nutrients in that and also other foods that you've eaten. So taking digestive enzymes would not impair your body's ability to derive nutrition from those foods. If anything, it would improve it. Laura sent in a question in response to my episode on washing fruits and vegetables. What is the waxy coating that they use on the outside of citrus? She wants to know. If I'm putting a slice of lemon in my water, do I need to scrub that off first? Produce such as cucumbers and citrus fruit is often coated with a food-safe wax in order to preserve its freshness while it travels from the field where it's harvested to your grocery store and then sits in your crisper drawer until you get to it. And it also makes the produce shiny and sort of improves its curb appeal. It's used, by the way, on both organic and conventionally grown produce. The wax doesn't prevent gases from moving into or out of the fruit. So, for example, it's not going to block the natural ethylene gas that promotes ripening. But it does reduce the loss of moisture through the skin. And that keeps the cucumbers from getting limp and flaccid and also keeps the lemons from getting dry and hard. The wax that they apply to fruits and vegetables is perfectly safe to eat. However, you may prefer to remove it. 
You might notice, for example, that if you put a wedge of lemon in your hot tea, you'll see little wax droplets forming on the surface. And this also offers a clue to how to get rid of it. Warm water will melt or dissolve that wax better than cold or room temperature water. So wash your produce with hot tap water and add a little friction in the form of a soft brush or even your clean hands, and then dry it with a clean dish towel or paper towel to polish away any remaining wax. But don't clean them until you want to use them because removing that wax will also shorten their shelf life. And Brian also had a question about fruits and vegetables. Nutritionists always recommend eating more fruits and vegetables, and your suggestion to aim for five servings a day is a helpful rule of thumb, he writes. But does this only include colorful fruits and vegetables, or would it also include nuts, beans, and potatoes? And if not, how many servings per day of those are recommended? Nuts, beans, and potatoes are obviously all plants, but... The categories that we generally use in nutrition science and dietary guidelines don't always line up with botanical designations. Rather, foods are sorted more by their nutritional function. So, for example, while a zucchini may technically be a fruit, we still consider it a vegetable. And the sorting of produce into fruits or vegetables is mostly done around their sugar content. Nutritionally speaking, potatoes are much more similar to things like pasta, bread, or rice than they are to tomatoes or lettuce. So I, anyway, tend to include potatoes in the category of starches and grains. Nuts and beans each occupy different places and have different functions in the healthy diet. Beans are much higher in protein than other vegetables. And accordingly, they play a very important role in the diet of vegetarians. So they are generally categorized as a protein food. While nuts are usually also included in lists of protein foods for vegetarians, they're actually much higher in fat than protein. And so you'll often see nuts grouped with other sources of healthy fats and recommended in smaller portions. And here's another example of how nutritional and botanical categories often differ. Peanuts are technically legumes or beans, but we generally lump them in with the nuts because of their nut-like fat content. Unlike fruits and vegetables, which are recommended on a daily basis, the dietary guidelines suggest that you include at least three servings of beans and five servings of nuts a week as part of your overall portfolio of protein foods. Vegetarians would likely consume much more than that to make up for the meat and the seafood that they're not eating. And meat eaters could certainly consume more than that too. People who include beans and nuts in their diets on a more regular basis tend to have healthier diets and lower disease risks overall. And those of you who use my free Nutrition GPA app will already know that vegetables, nuts, and beans are all foods that contribute to a higher nutritional grade point average. And if you're not familiar with the app and you're looking for a fun and flexible way to improve your eating habits, I suggest you check it out. You'll find it in both the Google and the Apple app stores. At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. 
But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Dathan wrote with concerns about almond milk causing inflammation. Does almond milk cause inflammation in the body because of the high amounts of omega-6 fatty acids? There seems to be a lot of conflicting information on this topic, and it's very hard to weed out truth from opinion. And to prove their point, Dathan sent me a screenshot of two side-by-side blog posts. One was from a website run by a chiropractor, and it said, assuming you don't have an issue with nuts, almond milk does not cause inflammation. And then the other was from a blog run by a pair of integrative health practitioners who claimed that almond milk was essentially inflammation in a cup due to its obscene ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 fats. Fortunately, Dathan, it's actually not that hard to separate fact from fiction. Let's start with the facts. Omega-6 and omega-3 are the two main families of polyunsaturated fats, or PUFAs. These fatty acids and their metabolites play complementary roles in regulating certain immune functions. Compounds derived from omega-6 fats can upregulate inflammation, which many people don't realize is an important and valuable part of our immune response. Inflammation is part of the body's healing response to injury and infection. Compounds derived from omega-3 fats have an opposing action, acting to calm inflammation and keep things in balance. Omega-6 fats are found primarily in vegetable oils like corn and soybean oil, while omega-3 are found in fish and also flax and chia seeds. And the modern industrialized Western diet tends to be quite high in omega-6, mostly due to the vegetable oils that are used in processed foods, and at the same time, it's rather low in omega-3. Many nutrition experts have suggested that this imbalance contributes to excessive inflammation in the body, which has been linked with a variety of short- and long-term health problems. And there is some research to support this view. Women who had a high ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 in their diets were more likely to suffer from postpartum depression, for example. A high omega-6 to omega-3 ratio was also associated with an increased risk of breast cancer in premenopausal women and, in a different study, with increased inflammation and fatigue in cancer survivors. Higher intake of omega-6 relative to omega-3 was also linked to an increased risk of macular degeneration, which is the leading cause of blindness in those over 55. And the quote-unquote high ratio in most of these studies is the ratio typical of the standard American diet. In fact, 
a detailed analysis of multiple dietary intervention trials by scientists at the National Institutes of Health concluded that advising people to replace saturated fats with PUFAs without regard to the omega-6 to the omega-3 ratio may actually increase the risks of cardiovascular disease and death. All of that would certainly seem to support the claim that almond milk, with its high ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 fats, might promote inflammation. However, the authors making that claim have overlooked two critical factors. First, there is very little omega-6 or omega-3 in almond milk. So while the ratio between the two may be quite high, or, okay, even obscene, the impact of that tiny amount on the ratio of the overall diet would be minimal. I often see people making the same error when they're talking about the nutritional benefits of grass-fed beef. Grass-fed advocates make a really big deal out of the fact that grass-fed beef is so much higher in omega-3 and beta-carotene than grain-fed beef. And that is absolutely true, but you have to put the facts in perspective. Celery has 40 times as much sodium as a cucumber, for example, but celery is still a very low-sodium food. And likewise, grass-fed meat may contain three times as much omega-3 or eight times as much beta-carotene as grain-fed beef, but it's still not a significant source of those nutrients. If it's omega-3s you're after, eat fish. If you want more beta-carotene, eat carrots. The second flaw in this argument about the inflammatory potential of almond milk, or almonds for that matter, is that it completely overlooks the contribution of other nutrients to the body's pro- and anti-inflammatory processes. Inflammation isn't regulated solely by omega-6 and omega-3 fats. There are at least two dozen other dietary factors and nutrients that affect inflammation through a whole variety of different mechanisms and pathways. This happens to have been the subject of my master's thesis. Many of these other nutrients, which include vitamin E, folate, selenium, and zinc, are also present in almonds, some of them in fairly notable amounts. For example, most of the fat in almonds and almond milk is monounsaturated fat, which tends to reduce inflammation. So when you take all of these factors into account, almonds would, if anything, be considered an anti-inflammatory food. Although I will say, because almond milk is 97.5% water, the anti-inflammatory impact of that is likely to be fairly small. Thanks to all the listeners who sent in these great questions for this week's episode. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, you can email it to me at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com, or just for fun, you can also leave me a voicemail at 443-961-6206. It's always fun to hear your voices. I'd also like to invite you to check out my other podcast. It's called The Change Academy, where Brock Armstrong and I explore the art and the science and the business of behavior change. You can find it on all the major podcast platforms. So whatever app you're using right now to listen to this show, just head on up to that search bar and type in Change Academy. Nutrition Diva is a quick and dirty tips podcast, and it's supported by a fantastic team, which includes our director of podcasts, Adam Cecil, audio engineer, Nathan Sems, 
Davina Tomlin runs our marketing and publicity. Holly Hutchings is our digital operations specialist. And Morgan Christensen is our podcast operations and advertising specialist. Cameron Lacey is our valued intern. That's all for this episode. This is Monica Reinagle, and I want to thank you for listening today. And I'll be back next week with another episode. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea. Totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com.